Yes, welcome again to another Edgy Tech Me podcast, hanging out with Suzette Bailey, Jonathan Shack, myself, Ben Newsom, Carrie Benedict can't be here today, but gee, she'd love to be in this chat. We're talking creative, getting creative in lots of different ways. But what if, honestly, don't feel that creative? What if you go, you know what, I'm just really good at other things and I need creative people to help me and that's understandable. But what if you could harness AI and a bunch of different apps that are out there and some of them quite, well, frankly, free, that could completely augment your ability to be creative, irrespective of where it's music, your ability to draw, maybe write stories, whatever. You can have an AI assistant for creativity, your creativity buddy, <laughs> which I think is fantastic. So, uh, so then you've put us on some, some really interesting apps. What's your favorite in amongst there? And that's kind of an unfair question in some ways. <laughs> Oh, look, I think it, it, it'll change depending on, on my particular day. Like being somebody who has never really thought of themselves as creative, uh, I have a daughter who absolutely is an amazing artist. And uh, if you'd asked if I can draw, I'd go, <laughs> no way possible. <laughs> so for me, um, the the one that actually allows uh, allows you to be to express your creativity through art and helps you to uh, to draw. Uh, for me, that's a big one because that's been my Achilles heel for years. Yeah, that's so cool. fascinating. And uh, talking about children, you know, I was mentioning earlier in the green room about a daughter that can sing. I can't sing to save myself. Uh, in fact, I was kicked out of the junior school choir, which everybody was a member of because I'm so bad. Um, and um, wouldn't it be wonderful for something to assist one to sing? Because I'm 64 this year and I'd love to sing that Beatles song. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, actually, I, I read a, um, uh, I love a little side note. I actually like those trivia lists. And I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing I don't mind reading some stuff. But I found out, and I'd love this to be fact-checked. I'm sure in, in digital land, someone's going to hopefully fact-check this. But I found out that Michael Jackson couldn't write or read music. Now, I'd love to know if this is true or not. But what he could do, because, you know, he's guy could do music clearly um he understand how to harmonize with his with his voice and so what he would do it he, he would say this he would it actually hum the bass line he'd hum when the drums would come in etc 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 and and give this on effectively a tape and say mm. sound person make this happen <laughs> which is you know really cool now imagine like i mean if you had a, an app called ai duet which actually helps you write music so I would love to know how that actually works a little bit deeper. But I mean, I can't read sheet music. Probably could spend some time learning it, but wouldn't that be handy? Would be handy indeed. I think Paul McCartney was one of those too. Yeah. He is one of those. <laughs> Bless him, 80 years of age. Good luck to him. I mean, think of the applications. I mean, I mean, music... Okay, I mean, of course, I mean, a musician is, is going to have their ability to interpret like a human always can, and, and it's, it's very important. But if you just need a really quick 10-second jingle, just something real fast, I don't know, just, just put in the, you know, the front end of whatever, a podcast, for example, uh, that'd be really handy. Yeah. Know. yeah. Very much so. And this, uh, this aspect, it really is opening up opportunities for people who previously would have thought them themselves not very creative because they couldn't read sheet music or they couldn't draw and that sort of thing when yet they have there's a, an, an element in them that is creative because we are all creative we don't necessarily think of ourselves that way but and um, for me this is awesome because it's going to be able to help people who don't think of themselves as cre creative to be able to express that part of themselves which they weren't able to previously. Um, and when you were talking about the, the, the harmonization, one thing I was thinking is 
you know, could you actually hum something that you you really liked or that sort of thing and then have the AI essentially clean it up for you and yeah, make yeah. it and turn it into yeah. music for you. There's some interesting things coming out. Like I keep on getting this ad and I love that I can't remember the company that is company that will help you make a, a beautiful signature because it doesn't like your signature. It makes it look pretty and you can use it as a logo. So you can clean that up. I mean, that's the guys only things, but you can do that. Uh, Magic Sketchpad helps you draw. I mean, you, if you put a, some sort of scroll on a piece of paper, maybe you'll actually turn this half-baked car into something that looks beautiful. I don't know. That's really, really handy. And I actually well, really like it. It's a fascinating collaboration, what you're talking about there, Ben. And, you know, oh, yeah. you're collaborating with your whatever skills you have with the AI to create something which is more acceptable. And I think this is a bigger picture um, point to make right here, is that this could liberate people who have felt that there was something within them create, creative, but just couldn't quite get there. There was either a scotoma or some sort of blockage, but if the AI could actually just remove that blockage or just assist you through it, you might find yourself that there's a reservoir of creativity that has just been cloaked for your entire life. Actually, just it reminds amazing. me. It reminds me when you think about like when you depict a drawing, it's gonna be based on your ability as well as your culture in some way, shape, or form. What if you you gave you, I don't know, just say you had a bunch of students or your family friends in front of you, and you say, right, I draw a picture of a village. And people write a draw a picture of a village, and you go, right, well, what if you give it a bit of a flair like you're in South Korea? Now you can give it a flair as if you're in France. Now people are going to be able to do it with their background and their ability and their, their history. Maybe you've even been to these sites, but what if the AI actually helps you to, you know, create a, a different version? Now, of course, it becomes some questions around define that culture, but I mean, the ability to draw in different ways, some of it can be a style. I just can't do that style, but maybe mm. the AI can do this style. Could be handy. Mm. I mean. Sorry. Or again, you know, it's just giving you information that you hadn't thought of in that context. Yeah. I mean, or if you've, uh, you've got a very formal drawing, you're very good at formal drawing and you want to create a cartoon out of it and you can't, you're just not good at doing bubble stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this can really handy. No, really that, that other, that other um, software that we were talking about earlier, the thing was Pix to Pix or something and taking your drawing and turning it into something else. I mean, that would be perfect in that situation. If you were, if you drew or you're an artist in one particular style or format and you wanted to actually recreate it in a different format for something, uh, yeah, AI is awesome for that. I mean, how, oh, how many times... Oh, for this. <laughs> you, you happen to be, um, you know, a cubist and you want a, a grandmaster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many people take grandmasters and throw them through AI software and comes up come up with really sort of parodies and things like that of the Grand Masters. Well, oh, we'll do it to blows my mind, you know, if you, if, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, actually, picks to picks I can use in another way. So it also has the functionality to, you draw your thing, you draw, I remember it looked like this, and it'll go find a photo that most represents your drawing. Now, wouldn't that be interesting if you're going down memory lane? If you, you, know, you did a trip 20 years ago and you vaguely remember some site and if there was a tree here and there's a house over here and blah, blah, blah. the more information you put onto your drawing, you say you are good at drawing, it can actually go and find the picture and then realize, oh, actually, you know what? That was the bottom of Barcelona. I don't know. <laughs> that that that's, yeah. could be yeah. interesting. Hmm. Yeah. 
No, fascinating. Um, I mean, this is where, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum, you know, AI being a tool, but this is another use of a, the tool to uh, liberate creativity. I think it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it could be also really handy too, and this is probably just a simplistic thing, and I suspect there are already companies doing this. You know, when you're going to spend a bit of money on painting your house, wouldn't it just be really handy to just have a photo of your house and then the AI go, you know what, here's the current versions of color co combinations that will actually work on your house right now. I mean, it's much easier than trying to work out with those little swatches that you get at the hardware store. <laughs> you can actually see the whole house decked out in the various colors under the right lighting. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's probably an app for that already. It has um, to be. Yes. I, know, I know of a fashion designer one that they can, um, they match uh, the clothes with a, um, a style, like a style, like you can book. And if you're not, if you want to actually get them to actually buy you new clothes, because you're not really sure if you can get good clothes, particularly now when you can't, previously when you couldn't go out so much and try them on, and they will send you five clothes that have been selected by AI initially and then verified by a human um, stylist based on your style. So you get to choose the style, you answer some questions and all this sort of thing. And apparently they have, uh, and okay, neither, neither of you are women, but um, women notoriously have a lot of problems finding jeans that they like and that they fit and things. And they have a, uh, um, a 80% of the, the genes that are sent through this platform are, um, are kept. Wow. Never actually tried them on until yeah. they, they were in the mail. Yeah. Because the AI has it down perfect and they know the, the size and the, the, the shape and everything of that particular uh, um, of pair mm. of jeans and your measurements and can match it more clearly. Because women's sizing is horrendous. Um, mm. But it also brings in the creativity side of it. So you don't have to think about it's like instead of how a Netflix can choose a program for you, well, this is choosing clothes for you. Yep. Yep. And then, then it, again, it becomes, you know, a useful thing um, because then you're not wasting time in sending things back and, um, you know, money is saved, efficiency is gained, and uh, hopefully time is gained. Oh, for sure. And this actually be really handy because AI works on the idea of crowdsourcing and, and constant iteration. I mean, you think about businesses that do um, focus groups. Do you like my new logo, for example? And it only works as, for as wide as the focus group is. But if you're working with an AI that's worked with millions of interactions, the AI just might produce a better indication of whether your brand new logo is a good idea or not. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah. Focus groups really get turbocharged. Mm. So you can combine yeah. the two together and off you go yeah yeah mm. no that's really interesting i was just thinking back to your paint i think um there's a particular paint brand uh uses a country's name that um it gives it to you free if you've made a mistake i bet you they've bought the app Oh, fantastic. Well, there you go. So if you're listening in as a business owner, perhaps you may want to create your own creativity app just to help protect what you do. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, thank you very much. So I'm very curious. I mean, if you've come across any of these apps that are creative, especially if they're, you know, you drop just a couple of dollars a month on it or it's free, love to know about them because they're, they're growing. They're getting really, really quickly. And more importantly, how are you using them? Is there a novel way that you can use an app that's looking, you know, it suggests one way, but you've gone, you know what, I can totally use it this way. That's where it gets interesting. And honestly, that's creativity. Thanks for listening to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.